Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, I would like us to read Matthew chapter 19 from verse 3 to verse 12. The Pharisees came up to Jesus and began to test him by asking, Is it lawful to divorce one's wife and marry another one? Jesus answered, Have you not read that he who made them from the beginning, he made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one. That's what I want to talk about today. There are two aspects that I want to talk about. The first one is the Pharisees who go up to Jesus. They go out to look for him, and the the scripture is quite clear. They did not go to ask Jesus because they were concerned. They did not go to ask Jesus because they were searching for the truth. But they asked Jesus in order to put Jesus into the test. And that is an important observation that we cannot overlook. And we need to be aware of the people that come into your life and the questions that you need to answer. There are some questions that come from a genuine heart that people genuinely want to know the truth and are searching for meaning in their lives. But also there are other questions that you will find where people will be asking not for the sake of truth because no matter how much truth you tell them, they are not interested in that. They are asking for other reasons. And this is important in our own lives. Because we have often seen people who try to live their lives by satisfying other people's needs. They live their lives because they want to become relevant to other people. They live their lives because they want to please other people. And Jesus is teaching us in this Gospel of Matthew that you need to be careful of the reasons why you do that which you do. Of the life that you live and ask yourself, why are you living this particular way of life rather than the other way of life? But also in life, we need to also look into our own lives and say, who are the people that we think we are trying to please as we do the things that we do? This can happen, dear brothers and sisters, in our own families. It can happen in our own marriages, where someone has forgotten himself or herself and literally, practically, is living for someone else. And you find them saying, I sacrificed my life. I gave up everything for you. And we know how that ends. If it is not reciprocated with great love and appreciation and gratitude, it usually ends with bitterness. And someone is frustrated and someone is bitter. But the problem is we have tried to live our lives trying to please other people. It's like we waste the money we do not have to buy the things we do not need in order to impress the people who don't care about us. And so that's the first thing that is important. 
The second principle that I also find it is absolutely important in how Jesus deals with opposition. He allows them to speak that which they want to speak. Then he leads them into what I would call an introspection from Jesus' point of view. He says to himself, what have we in the scriptures? What do we have in the word of God? And hence is able to say, have you not heard in the scriptures? And so I think to a large degree, we need to use the word of God in order to nourish us. We need to read the word of God in order to find meaning in our own lives. And I, I truly believe that in looking into the word of God, we are most likely to be nourished. And in looking into the word of God, we will realize who we are in the presence of God. I am the beloved son. I am the beloved daughter. God has loved me from eternity and God will continue to love me. For he has come so that I may have life and have it in abundance. And once I know who I am as the beloved of God, I don't need to look for anyone's approval. And that is a reality that needs to come home in our own lives. To realize that I am made in an image and likeness of God. To realize that no amount of sin will stop the love that God has for us. To realize that even I have failed, but God will still call me his own. So I love how Jesus is able to go to the word to find meaning. Because my dear brothers and sisters, I would like to argue and say sometimes when we are tempted or when we are confronted with certain things, we lose our self-confidence. We lose our self-worth and we doubt ourselves. But if we know who we are in the presence of God, then there will be no need to doubt ourselves because we will say, even though I know I can fail, but I know I am still loved by God. There's something else that I also find absolutely beautiful in what Jesus says regarding a man and a woman. He says from the beginning, God made male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife. In Hebrew, the word that is used there is absolutely beautiful. If you were to translate that Hebrew word into English, you will say cling. Cling in such a way that it is inseparable. It is something that can never be separated. If you were to separate it, you will have to destroy the whole thing. And that's powerful, eh? That's a theological powerful concept. That from the beginning, when God created man and woman, male and female, and when he blessed them with the sacrament of matrimony, he uses this beautiful word in Hebrew that has an implication of clinging together. That a man leaves his mother, he leaves his father, and he is joined. He clings and they become something first and something absolutely new. That is the plan of God. That if you were to separate these two, you'll have to destroy it. And we know this in our own lives. Now, I'm not talking about marriage in itself. I'm talking about human relations. 
There are people that we have met in our lives who've had a, a powerful impact in our lives. There are people that we have come to know and to appreciate who've played a big role in our lives. And with them, we have found a new meaning. With them, we have found a new purpose. Today, we celebrate the feast, the feast of Maximilian Kolbe, one of the greatest saints of our time. A man who was driven by love to sacrifice his own life in order to save the life of another person. That is what great love is all about. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says, No one has greater love than the one who lays down his love and his life for his brothers and sisters. And so what I think the Lord is inviting us to, to do today and to become in our lives is to go back to that absolute great divine pure love that is within each and every one of us. The love that I have for my brother, the love that I have for my sister, the love that I have for my child, the love that I have for my parents. The love that is able to forgive, to accept, to cherish, and to celebrate. The love that I have that allows me to know that there are a lot of mistakes I have done. There are a lot of mistakes that have been done towards me, but we can still find each other in the midst of all these difficulties. This is what I think the Lord is inviting us to be today. He's inviting us to enter into a human experience, vulnerable as it may seem, weak though we are, but in God we find a new purpose. In God we find a new meaning. And so he invites us to be together in knowing that from the beginning we were meant to live in community. We were meant to live in love. We were meant to be inspired by this Trinitarian love that exists between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus, in answering the question, in answering the provocation, he reminds the Pharisees that what they do is against that which God had planned. Because their intention was to destroy Jesus' reputation. Their intention was to put Jesus onto the test. And he says, there is no need to compete. There is no need to fight. We are all doing this for the kingdom. And that's the beautiful message that all of us need to do. That we are all doing what we need to do for the greatest kingdom of God. Mana Teresa said, you can do something good for God. I can do something good for God. But both of us can do something absolutely great for God. Put together, we can achieve far more. May the Virgin Mother, Queen of Heaven, pray with us and for us. May she ask and intercede as God blesses us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.